Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 9.30 in 716. Reaction. And now, some action following the Florida school shooting. The systems that are in place across the board just aren't effective enough to keep us from selling someone a gun like that. And New York lawmakers again discussing even more gun laws. Just to pass a law to make uh, that will not do much uh, really uh, is a disservice to you know what has happened. I'm Tim Wenger on the podcast powered by the Brothers of Mercy, a five-star rated skilled nursing residence offering affordable living in a country setting. Dick's Sporting Goods will immediately end sales of assault-style rifles in its stores and won't sell guns to anyone under 21 years following the school massacre in Parkland, Florida. As we looked at what happened down in Parkland, and uh, we, were, we, we were so disturbed and saddened by what happened, we felt we really needed to do something. Dick's chairman and CEO Edward Stack on Good Morning America Wednesday that after the shooting, the company felt it needed to do something. We've uh, decided not to sell these assault weapons any longer in any of our stores and the other things that we talked about. Yeah, and, and, and the shooter uh, down in Parkland actually bought a gun at a Dick's store, not the assault weapon. Right. He did, and, and uh, he bought a, a shotgun from us back in, uh, in November, and it wasn't the gun, nor it was the type of gun that, uh, that, that, that he used in the shooting. But when that happened, we realized that the system, and, and we did everything by the book. We did everything that the law required, and still he was able to Amazing buy a gun. Amazing he was able to buy he one. He was still able to buy a gun. And when we looked at that, we said, the systems that are in place across the board just aren't effective enough to keep us from selling someone a gun like that. And so we've decided that uh, we're not going to sell the assault-type rifles any longer. Any regrets at all about not taking a move like this sooner? After, after Newtown, after Sandy Hook, you announced a temporary suspension of assault weapons sales, but then came back to selling them. We did. Well, we, we, we said that we were going to temporarily take them out of the Dick stores, the Dick Sporting Goods stores. We never put them back in the Dick stores. They've not been in the Dick Sporting Goods stores. And then in 2013, we developed a chain, Field and Stream, which was a full-on, complete hunting and outdoor store. And we put them in those stores. But based on what's happened and looking at those kids and those parents, it, it moved us all unimaginably. And, and to, to think about the loss and the grief that those kids and those parents had, we said we need to do something, and we're taking these guns out of all of our stores permanently. So, yeah, no chance you're going to reverse this? Never. Are you ready for the backlash? We are, and we know that this isn't going to make everyone happy, but when we take a look at what uh, those kids and the parents and uh, the heroes in the school, uh, what they did, and uh, our view was if, if the kids can be brave enough to organize like this, we can be brave enough to take these out of here. You want Congress to act as well? We do. And... Uh, we hope that they'll they'll act and, and pull something together. You know, we don't want to see the, the the partisan politics where one side espouses their position, another side espouses their position, and they actually never do anything. We hope that Congress will come together. And this is a complex issue. It's not just about guns. It's about mental health reform. It's around uh, it's around the background checks. And we hope they come together with the intent 
of really finding a solution to this problem as opposed to just talking about it, knowing that they're never going to do anything, just, just speak to their base. But it's pretty clear you believe right now you can support the Second Amendment, still do more to protect schools. Yeah. We're staunch supporters of the Second Amendment. I'm a gun owner myself, but we've just decided that based on what's happened and with these guns, we don't want to be a part of this story, and we've eliminated these guns permanently. Even with the NYSAFE Act in place in New York State, lawmakers are still proposing more gun control laws. Senate Democrats rolling out 12 proposals following the Florida shooting. The measures announced Tuesday include a bump stock ban and gun ownership restrictions for people convicted of hate crimes or domestic violence. There's also a bill allowing relatives of people killed by firearms to sue gun manufacturers. Others would set aside funding for firearm violence research, outlaw guns not detectable by x-ray, and make it a crime to improperly secure a weapon at home. Well, we certainly are uh, having a lot of discussions up here. Uh, yesterday in, in our, our, our conference uh, talked a lot about uh, a variety of these issues, school safety being one. State Senator Chris Jacobs with our Susan Rose. Uh, we have a great uh, uh, person in Pat Galvin who's got a lot of experience, a former sheriff, and we've done a lot of good things in the state on school safety um, compared to other states. I think we're, we're ahead of the game, but uh, there's a lot more we have to do, and uh, I think this has to be a comprehensive look at, at uh, questions like mental health as well, uh, and, and, and also the issue, this, this really glaring issue, from the Florida case of uh, the uh, lack of response to uh, really obvious, you know, people calling saying that this gunman was uh, very, very mentally ill and saying he was going to do exactly what he did, yet uh, no one seeming to do anything. But uh, also the issue that still uh, resides in terms of uh, various levels of law enforcement not being able to communicate with each other and uh, share information. Uh, so, you know, this is uh, prompting a lot of uh, discussion and I hope uh, thoughtful discussion uh, that uh, will result in meaningful uh, reforms on all, all elements uh, that will keep our communities and particularly our kids safer. All right. Well, you know, 12 new gun control proposals were introduced yesterday in the state legislature by state Democrats. Uh, what do you make of this? New York has already had some of the toughest gun control laws out there. Correct. Yes, I, I think that uh, if uh, it, it really uh, that's the seems to be historically the first uh, uh, action um, that's taken by many, and, and I really hope that we have a little more thoughtful, comprehensive approach. Certainly, a look at all those uh, pieces of the legislation. I've always said I'm open to things, but uh, just to pass a law to make uh, will not do much. Uh, really, uh, is a disservice to you know what has happened. So. I think there's areas uh, always to look at, but I think, again, mental health, uh, the uh, law enforcement being able to be effective, uh, we should never have, again, instances where we find out that, uh, you know, a sheriff's office has had 20 calls on a person uh, or uh, FBI. Now, a, a thing I'm interested in, uh, there were accusations, there were the, these legitimate concerning statements of this individual. He had not broken a law at this point in time to make sure in that instance that individual could have their gun taken away as something I'm, I'm interested in looking at. And I know like uh, the, the uh, restraining order type of thing for uh, because of 
obvious and uh, documented concern about their presence of mind at the point and at, at the point in time that people call law enforcement. Yeah. Now going back to these state gun control proposals, twelve of them, none of them deal with mental health, which is interesting. Correct. But yeah. one of them is quite interesting. It's a proposal that would allow relatives of people killed by firearms to sue gun manufacturers. You know, that's kind of like suing a vehicle manufacturer if someone in your family gets hit by a car, right? Right, right. I, you know, I, I'm, uh, again, I'm uh, at this point in time, and I haven't seen or read those bills, uh, I'm willing to look at anything, but uh, that does nothing to, uh, to prevent someone from um, being killed. And so I, I'm more focused on making sure that what happened in Parkland never happens again in another school in, in, in New York State. That's my domain. It's my hope that the federal government um, looks at some things to, to help localities in terms of, uh, you know, hardening schools, making making them more. Uh, I mean, there I, I saw a video recently of a school that had really, you know, invested in a lot of technology within the layout of their school, um, a fog that can come out of the, the hallways to disrupt anybody, the doors automatically, every, you know, every single door in that school being automatically able to lock, so uh, with steel doors. I mean, those are things I'm, I'm very interested in, uh, looking at how, how could we help and work with local governments to make sure that happens. I mean, the argument being that I worked in the county uh, courthouse for years, security guards, in, in every entrance, um, that's an important place. But I think arguably our schools are more important. Why don't we have technology uh, like that? Yeah. Uh, Chris, we'll continue to follow this. I appreciate the time. I know these new proposals, you know, we haven't gotten a chance to read all of them yet. But I, I just, I know I thought you were going to mention about video games and the violence and the desensitizing our kids. I think that's a huge issue. We had many more gun owners in 1950. We never had mass shootings like this. Why? I think that's one area that we really need to look at. Back tomorrow. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.